Welcome. I am your host, Christine, and this is the Self-Esteem Truths Podcast, a podcast about discovering the truth about who we are, why we struggle, and how we can overcome. This podcast is designed to help you transform your life as we dive weekly into new questions about self-esteem truths. Hi, I'm Christine. I am a confidence coach and motivational speaker, and this is episode 137. Today, we're going to talk about one area that affects self-esteem that you might not consider, and that is self-compassion. When you're not being compassionate with yourself, you're setting expectations that are way too high and unrealistic for any human being to meet. You're expecting yourself to operate at a specific level while ignoring all of the trials and obstacles in your path. You're grading yourself on a system that is ignoring all of the things that you will have to overcome and get past in order to do the requirements you're putting on yourself. As you might imagine, you're probably not going to be able to meet those standards. And when you don't meet those standards, you might let that affect your self-esteem and how you view yourself and your capabilities. Here's another thing that's not often talked about when we talk about self-compassion. When you hold yourself to a really high, impractical standard, you often have too high of a standard for the other people in your life as well, which leads you to experience hurt by those people, not because they are actively hurting you, but because you're not noticing all of the trials that they're going through that has limited their ability to meet your standards. This can ruin your relationships with other people, either because you're hurt or because they're hurt at your reaction. Now, I'm not talking about when somebody is being emotionally or mentally abusive. I'm talking about that friend who just got a bad diagnosis or just lost their aunt that they're super close to, and maybe they forgot to reach out to you or respond to a text or missed that lunch that you two had planned, and you take it personally because you have that kind of a high standard for yourself, and you might not have it in the forefront of your mind why they maybe dropped the ball and that maybe they had a really legitimate reason to do so. The best fix for all of this is for you to be gentler and kinder to yourself, you to have some self-compassion for what you're going through and experiencing, and a healthier idea of what you should be able to accomplish during this trying period. I struggled with this a lot early on in my life and even still a little bit now today when somebody says, can you do this? In my head, my brain immediately goes, well, I can, technically, yes. And I have to pause and really consider what it would mean for my answer to that question to actually be, yes, I can. And what I realize now that I didn't realize earlier on in my life is that in order for my answer to be, yes, I can, there were actually a lot of things I would have to say, I can't to. You see, we don't notice this when we're busy saying, I can, to the outside requests. The things that I can't do are take time to process my emotions, take time to feel my emotions, take time to heal from whatever is getting me down. I can't take time for self-care or self-reflection. I can't take time to figure out how to reword a boundary so this doesn't happen again or how to appropriately respond to somebody who hurt me. I can't rest. I can't have a down day. 
I can't take time to cry in the shower. When we are constantly trying to hold ourselves to a very high outward standard of what we can and can't accomplish, even when those things that we're doing outwardly superficially make us feel like we're still okay or we can feel good about ourselves, the reality is that feeling does not go deep. It is not rooted. It does not last because of all the things you have to say, I can't to in order to be able to do that outward thing. So sure, you showed up and you chaperoned the field trip, but what did that do to your nervous system? And sure, you showed up for lunch with that friend because you told her you'd be there, but what did that do to your stomach to be eating in that kind of an emotional state? And yes, you met that deadline for work, but now you have that headache or migraine you can't shake, you're having trouble falling asleep at night, you're not feeling rested... You might not even notice the symptoms right away. You might notice that you feel somewhat depressed or low energy or bad about yourself, but you might not notice how this is eating away at your mental, emotional, and physical health until it's too late. We've all heard it said when it comes to rescuing somebody, first make sure you're safe, right? If you're on a plane and the oxygen masks fall, first put on your oxygen mask. If somebody's drowning, you have to first make sure you can get back to shore, and they are not going to take you under with them. And we all know that people apply that same message to our mental and emotional health. You can't try to help somebody else until you have taken care of your own well-being. And I think a lot of times we kind of skim over that. We don't take it as seriously, but we really should. We cannot effectively show up the way we want to show up if we are not taking care of ourselves. And that's why we're talking about this today because today is a self-compassionate day for me. I need today to be calmer and less stressful. I need to be saying no to things today. Today I need to rest. I even considered saying no to doing a podcast this week. And instead I thought, I'm going to come on and share with you this real struggle with compassion and what it is like to not have it and what it means to have self-compassion. When you have to be all things to all people, you probably feel like you don't have the luxury of taking time for you or saying no or having a down day. That is a blaring warning siren if you have to be all things to all people. Something is horribly wrong with the makeup of your current circumstances. The only people that get to demand that of you are your very small children. That is it. And even then, You're supposed to have a partner or a network of people that are your support system so that you're not 24-7 doing that all on your own. If you are all on your own with small children, I feel that. I've been there. It is exhausting. It will pass. You're going to have to ride through it right now, and hopefully you have the capacity to start building that support system. For everybody else, you should not be all things to all people. You should not even be most things to most people. And, and maybe this needs to be its own episode, you're doing a huge disservice to those people if you are taking care of everything for them and meeting all of their needs. You're actually being the opposite of helpful. They say the sign of a good manager is when that manager can leave and business continues operating as normal. The employees know what to do, know their roles, know how to fix minor problems, and they're able to maintain the business while the manager is gone for a little bit. The same is true for a household with two parents 
or even a household with preteen and teenage children. You are not creating a healthy dynamic if you cannot step away for some self-care without everything falling apart around you. And I know for some people that creates a sense of importance and value and makes you feel needed. You can create a space in which you are still wanted and needed and valued without it taking such a toll on you. You do not get your value from the sacrifices you make for others. I feel like I need to say that again. You do not get your value from the sacrifices you make for others. Your value is intrinsic. It is unshakable. It is written in stone. You were born with it and you will die with it. And if anybody only values you based on what you do for them, they are not valuing you. They are overvaluing themselves. So I know for some of you, you just needed to hear me say, take a down day, and you're going to go take time for yourself. For some of you, if you walked away right now, your whole world would crumble. You have created a world or allowed a world to be created around you that cannot be sustained without you giving and sacrificing to this unrealistic, unmaintainable level. It's time to start delegating some tasks. It's time to start saying no. It's time to see who your real people are that love you for you and not just for what you do for them. This is the time for cleaning house. And it might feel really painful and sad. You might even reach a point where it feels really lonely. But I promise you there is so much more peace and happiness and wellness and joy on the other side of this. I want you to consider for just a moment if we treated anything else in life like this. Imagine wanting your printer to print, but you refuse to give your printer an ink cartridge. Imagine wanting your car to go but you won't give your car gas. Imagine wanting a vegetable garden to eat from, but you refuse to plant the seeds. Imagine that you want a hot shower, but you refuse to pay for the electricity to heat the water. For some reason, for so many of us, when we consider it in a human perspective, we accept it. So many of you just take it, right? Cook me a meal, but don't you eat. Cover my work while I go on vacation, but I'm not covering your work so you can go on vacation. My dad died. You better bring me meals, send me flowers, check on me every single day. Your dad just died. I'm going to forget about it after my first so sorry for your lost message. Life doesn't have to be like this. And you absolutely should not be accepting this kind of treatment. It starts and ends with you, though. You have to show yourself some compassion. You have to give yourself a break. I think I've shared on here before how when I was a child, I was told to give and give and give some more until you're dragging your bloody body across the floor. You may not have been told that so directly, but for so many of you, the message was implied. And now you're the one giving yourself that message. So I'm here to tell you, cut yourself some slack. Give yourself a break. If you're going to be saying I can to things, say I can take time to process my emotional trauma. I can take time to decompress. I can take time to take care of myself. And if that means the family is eating takeout three days in a row or frozen pizzas, if that means that laundry isn't getting done this week, 
If it means you're not volunteering for the next big function, maybe that's just what it means right now. For some of you, giving yourself compassion might look like taking a girl's trip for the weekend. For some of you, it might be as little as just giving yourself five minutes to cry and take some deep breaths in the car before you get out and do the next thing. You have to decide where you're at with this, so long as you start somewhere and start practicing some self-compassion. On your journey with this, I hope you also discover some compassion for the other people around you, the ones that dropped the ball on getting back to you, and maybe you didn't know it, but their partner is struggling with cancer, or the one that forgot your birthday and you don't know it, but they're in the middle of a custody battle. Maybe you need to discover some compassion for that mom that never hosts the playdate, but what you don't know is she struggles with extreme anxiety and does not have a supportive partner. If you're the one that's been dropping the ball, and forgetting people's birthdays or checking up on them, have some grace for yourself because some part of you is forcing you to let go of some things because you are so desperately in need of some self-care. You will be a better friend and you will have better friends when you learn to have self-compassion and compassion for other people that are also struggling. None of us can say yes to everything. We cannot do all the things that we need to do for ourselves and handle every hurdle coming our way, and still show up for everybody that needs us at all times. And we're not meant to. See, here's the real kicker of all of this. Any struggle you're going through is an opportunity for you to heal, learn, or grow. And if you're too busy doing all the external things to show up for everybody else, you are going to miss out on the opportunity to heal, learn, or grow. And what happens then is you will keep experiencing the same hurdles. You're going to keep having the friends that take advantage of you and the coworkers that keep giving you their work and the partners that cheat on you or whatever it is you're experiencing. Self-compassion is self-love. It's saying, I'm going through this. I have the right Take the time I need to experience it and process it. And I have the right to understand it and heal from it. Learn what I need to learn. Grow in the ways I need to grow. I have a God-given right to be the best version of myself. And that is not measured by showing up for everybody else externally. That is measured by who I am internally. And that version of you cannot grow and expand and heal, and overcome if you are not giving that part of you the opportunity to do so. You are imprisoning yourself. So your goal this week is to take some time to contemplate realistic and practical ways that you can practice compassion. This is going to look really different depending on how stuck you are, so you decide what you're capable of. So long as you do something to create the space for you to focus inward. Take time, whether it is two minutes or two hours or two days, to process, to experience, to just sit with yourself, to rest, to decompress. And I want you to understand this is not selfish. You are not serving anybody fully effectively if you are suffering and neglected internally. And if you need to, Notice other relationships where maybe they were pulling back because they were overwhelmed and you did not handle it as kindly 
or with as much understanding or compassion as you could have. Now, I'm going to go give myself some compassion and decompress, and I will talk to you next week. Bye.